from the Arizona Medical Association, I'm Thomas Kushner, and this is Arma on Call. Today is Friday, September 15th, 2023, and here is what happened in medicine this week. Advisors to the FDA unanimously voted against the effectiveness of phenylephrine, the main ingredient found in over-the-counter decongestants. However, the drug's ineffectiveness has been speculated for decades. So how did phenylephrine become a multi-billion dollar drug? In 2006, a new law required the most popular decongestants containing pseudoephedrine to be moved behind pharmacy counters since they could be illegally processed into methamphetamine. This pushed brands into making phenylephrine versions of their pseudoephedrine drugs, often labeled with a PE on the packaging. Researchers from the University of Florida have been petitioning the FDA to review phenylephrine's effectiveness since as early as 2007, following a study that showed the drug failing to outperform placebo pills in patients with congestion. Putting plainly, the drug works as well as a sugar pill. So what does the FDA's advisor rule mean for the future? The FDA's nasal decongestants drug list has not been updated since 1995. Since the FDA's own standards have risen significantly since then, updating that list was made a lot easier by a law signed back in 2020. If the FDA were to revoke its approval of phenylephrine, it would mean upsetting the entire over-the-counter decongestant industry and would require a governmental effort to inform the public of which pills work and which don't. For the first time ever, three major viruses that impact hospitals during winter months have vaccines. COVID-19, RSV, and flu are rolling out vaccines in a campaign to relieve stress on hospitals, prevent another triple-demic, and protect age groups at high risk of severe illness. Following FDA authorization, the CDC is recommending that everyone over six months old roll up their sleeves for the updated COVID-19 vaccine. Not quite a booster, but this vaccine starts the CDC's new approach to public communication on COVID-19 as a yearly virus similar to flu. You can learn more about these three vaccines that are available, as well as information on all today's stories, by following the link in the show's description below. Arizona Attorney General Chris Mays announced that the state has reached a settlement with Kroger over its involvement in the opioid crisis. $1.37 billion will be paid out to states that Kroger or any of its subsidiaries, operates in. Earlier in the year, Arizona received millions of dollars in opioid settlements from CVS, Walmart, and drug makers Teva and Allergen. That concludes the update on medicine this week. You can gain access to our extended digital version of this update, which is published every Friday, by signing up for an ARMA membership today. Go over to azmed.org to learn more. Be sure to subscribe to Arma On Call and share this episode with a friend. We'll catch you next week.